This morning, I want to talk about the four-letter word, hope. The context of this sermon is the current world that just lost 30,000 lives during the past one and a half months. And more than 600,000 people reported positive with the pandemic COVID-19. The question is, do you think there is hope left for this world? Do you think there is hope left for this world? That is a question from many of us. Hope is looking ahead in the future with a confidence that everything is going to be all right. When everything is going on well, we expect the same thing to continue into the future. But when everything is not going well, we tend to worry, question, and even doubt our future. Albert Einstein once said, learn from yesterday, live for today, and hope for tomorrow. Martin Luther King Jr., he said, we must accept the finite disappointments we have in life, but never lose infinite hope. Desmond Tutu, he said, hope is being able to see that there is light despite of all the darknesses. The only element of life that helps us to move forward in this world, especially in the current scenario, is hope. People living in times of war and famine, epidemic and pandemic, hope for everything to cease and to have better days in their lifetime. People who are constantly living in pain and people who are constantly living in sickness, they hope for the day that they will be totally healed. People lost their loved ones they hope for the day when they are going to see them again face to face in the eternity. Hope can never be taken out of life's equation. When hopelessness abound and when people live in despair, hope can be easily lost. And we are in a moment on the face of this earth that we are losing hope even at times. When hope is lost, listen to me, when hope is lost, Life really loses its meaning. People may lose their wealth. People may lose their job. People may lose their health. Even people may lose their loved ones. But when hope is lost, they feel it's not worth living anymore. And even they even decide to end their lives. Hope is such an essential ingredient of our lives. As children of God, we need to have hope even in the midst of hopelessness. And this morning, I would like to title my sermon as Hope in Times of Hopelessness. If you can read that with me, Hope in Times of Hopelessness. We need to have hope in order for us to give hope to others. That is expectation of God. Children of God need to live with hope so that they will be able to share the hope to the rest of the world. Those who are buried, getting buried in hopelessness. Remember, we are kingdom people. 
to have hope in God and we are kingdom people to give hope to the hopeless people that are living around us and this morning the message that comes to our church and to those who are listening to me that God is telling you it is time that you need to have hope in God it is time that you need to you need to show and you need to give hope to those who are living in hopelessness there is no doubt that world is in hopelessness hopeless situation today First of all, I want to talk about having hope in God. Number one, having hope in God. We are all called to find hope in God. You know, we all know that hope can be found only in God. But this morning I want to reiterate saying that, you know, we need to find our hope that can be found only in God. When everything fails, when the resources that we are trusting are no more available the government and the legal and the medical and the financial systems fail i won't even say fail i would say it is limited with what they could do we suddenly lose our hope we suddenly lose our hope concerning our future when we heard that people in other part of the globe they are affected by this virus it really raised our concern but we thought that it's not going to come to us. It's not going to come to our place. We are safe. You know, that's what we think every time when a natural disaster or something happens to other part of the land. We always think that, no, 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 it's not going to happen in my place because I am safe. I'm in the safe zone. That was, that's what most of the time we think. But when the same virus that has become a threat to our lives, we became more concerned. When we heard that people who are living in the same nation, in the same state and same, same province, and in the same city, even people are reported positive, we panic and we worry. And we think, when it is going to come to my family, and when it is going to attack me? When we learn that the death count is increasing, we lose our hope, and we become hopeless. We lose our hope and the hope is lost in many of our lives. And especially when you go out and talk to people, they don't have any hope at all in their lives. In this situation, God is asking us and asking the church is exactly that word, what we are listening to the voice, we are hearing the voice of God telling us, where is your faith? The same voice that was heard on the Sea of Galilee from our Lord Jesus Christ is being heard today in our lives, in our churches. Where is your hope? All these days you have been following me. And all these days you have been faithful to testify my goodness. The simple things, the little things that I have done in your family. You're coming and testifying every day. Don't you trust me anymore? Do you think that I will leave you and forsake you? Where is your hope? You know, that's what God is exactly asking me and asking the church this morning. Where is your hope, children of God? God is not the final hope. God is the only hope. He's not just the final option. God is the only hope. I'm not saying that the effort that are taken by the government and all the health authorities, they have become useless. I'm not saying that. I'm not saying that we don't need to obey or we don't need to listen to the authorities what they are saying. I'm saying that we need to have hope in God. 
I would say that the first step of having faith in God is to obey to the rulers and the authorities who are responsible for us. Then we can come to the Lord and say that, Lord, I have done my part. Now I am putting my hope on you. Listen to me carefully this morning. It is important that we need to listen, we need to obey to the authorities, those who are overseeing us, those who are responsible for us. And we need to come to the Lord and tell, Lord, I have done my best, Lord. I just perfectly obeyed as it is instructed. And now, Lord God, you are my hope. You know, that blesses the soul of God. That blesses the heart of God. This morning, God is telling us to have faith in God. Number one, God is the source of hope. God is the only source of of hope let us turn to the authentic and reliable and infallible and irrefutable and inerrant word of god shall we all turn to romans chapter 15 verse 13 romans chapter 15 verse 13 now may the god of hope fill you with all joy and peace in believing that you may abound in hope by the power of the holy spirit I want you to notice the lines which I have underlined. God of hope, fill you with all joy and peace. And how that's going to happen is going to happen by the power of the Holy Spirit. You know, our God is known as God of hope. We know many names of our God. Jehovah Rapha, Jehovah Jireh, God Almighty, El Shaddai. We know many names of God. One another name for our God is God of hope. And he is the God of hope, especially at this moment that we are living in. And Bible says, the hope comes with joy and peace. When we have hope in God, we will not worry, we will not feel sorrow, but instead we will have joy and peace. And listen to me, this is very important this morning. During the attack of COVID-19, Different nationals and government uh, and state governments, they announce state emergency or even lockdowns. We end up in being inside the house for a couple of days, for a couple of weeks now. Even though we try to be happy, even though we try to forget that is everything that is happening around the globe, around us, there is a heaviness inside of us. Without our knowledge, we, there is a sadness, there is a sorrow inside of us. The moment we try to forget things, but still we are not able to forget, we again start thinking about the lives that are being lost on the face of this earth. And this morning, God is talking to you, God is talking to me, and God is saying that you cannot be sad. You cannot have a sorrowful spirit if you have hope in God. Because Bible says, now may the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace if he is the god of hope and he, he he is the one who is ruling your life there is no reason why you need to be sorrowful you need to have joy you need to have peace in the deep inside of your heart and how do we get this paul says here he says we get that by the power of the holy spirit you know holy spirit is not just only when we come together as a church and when we pray together, Holy Spirit is most needed, even in the time of self-isolation. 
Even in the time when you are quarantined, Holy Spirit is most needed. Even when we are locking ourselves inside the house, Holy Spirit is very important. The power of the Holy Spirit is important because we can't have hope in the Lord without the power of the Holy Spirit. By the power of the Holy Spirit, that hope comes so alive within us that we will be able to forget the sorrow and we will be joyful and we will be peaceful. That doesn't mean that we don't care about the rest of the world. I'm not saying that. We still care about them. We still worry about them. But deep inside of us, there is a joy. There is a peace. That simply tells us that we have hope in our Lord. When everything around us seems to be singing, God is our hope. God wants us to hold on to him tightly. Listen to me. This morning God is speaking to you. God is speaking to your family situation. When everything around us is sinking, God wants us to hold on to him tightly. The hymn writer writes, this is what he says. He says, my hope is built on nothing less. If you can read that with me. My hope is built on nothing less than Jesus' blood and righteousness. I dare not trust the sweetest frame. The framework that God has already made for you. By wholly leaning on Jesus' name, on Christ the solid rock I stand, all other ground is singing stand. That's what we see with our own eyes happening in front of us. Today the world is standing on a singing sand. They don't have any hope. At any moment it can go down, we are seeing that things going down at any moment but you and I cannot afford to stand on a singing ground you and I cannot stand in this situation on any other basis remember the medical ground is sinking and the legal ground is sinking the economic ground is sinking the only solid rock that is standing still is Christ Jesus and this morning I want you to you know get encouraged I want you to get motivated I want you to listen to my voice this morning the only solid rock on which you and I stand today is Christ Jesus because there is no no hope outside of him let us stand on the solid rock when things around us is overwhelming, we have a rock to go that is much higher and much stronger than and much harder than us, Christ Jesus. Remember our hope is not just for this world, not just for this earth alone. Remember our hope is eternal. You know, that is an amazing part of Christians, the having hope in Lord Jesus Christ. Christians are the ones who have hope in the eternal life. I'm talking about those who believe in Lord Jesus Christ. I'm not talking about the religion Christianity. I am talking about the one who believes in Lord Jesus Christ. They are the ones who have hope in eternal life. The very reason why Jesus came to this world. John 3.16 I came to give them life eternal, life eternal. The second point is of having hope in the Lord is our hope is eternal. Even though we go through difficult times, we never give up because our hope is eternal. I want you to come with me to 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verses 16 to 18. Beautiful scriptures, the blessed scriptures, the blessed hope of God. 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verses 16 to 18. Therefore, can you read us? Read together right now. Therefore, we do not lose heart, even though, keep reading. Verse 
verse 17, for our light affliction, which is but for a moment, is working for us a far more exceeding and eternal weight of glory. While we do not look at the things which are seen, but at the things which are not seen. Even the things which are seen are temporary. Bible says, Paul writes here saying, but the things which are not seen are eternal. Children of God, you and I have hope not only on the things that we see today. You and I have hope on the things which are not seen. Paul is talking about the eternity which we have never seen yet. Even when the world is not in favor of us. We still have hope in the Lord because our hope is eternal. Number three, I believe that's the reason Peter says this hope is not just only you know, uh, eternal hope, it's just a living hope. He says it is a living hope. Our hope is a living hope. We saw that outside God, outside Lord Jesus, we don't have hope. We need to have hope in the Lord. And God is the only source of hope. We also saw that our hope is eternal hope and now we are seeing our hope is a living hope it's not a dead hope it is well and alive it is everyday hope that's what it means this hope never dies even when we close our eyes this hope still continues because it is a living hope life eternity life eternal the hope continues to live inside of you even though our body falls apart, even though the things that we see today, all the temporary things are removed from our lives, we still have a hope. Because hope is a living hope. And Peter puts it this way beautifully. Peter says in Peter, 1 Peter chapter 1, verses 3 and 4. 1 Peter chapter 1, verses 3 and 4. Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who according to his abundant mercy has begotten us again to a living hope through the resurrection of Lord Jesus Christ from the dead, to an inheritance incorruptible and undefiled, and that does not fade away, reserved in heaven for you. We are talking about a hope that you and I have, that is a living hope. And this morning, I believe God is telling the church, why are you so downhearted? Why are you so sad? When things are around, things around us are not working in the way we expect them to go. Why do we dis get disheartened? Why do we get discouraged? I am your hope. Continue to trust in me. The, my hope, the hope that I give is not only for this world. It comes along with you into, into the eternal hope, eternal home. And it is a living hope. Every day, try to walk in that hope. Every day, renew, try to renew that hope inside of you. And this morning, God is telling us that we need to have hope in the Lord. Number two, when we have hope in God, we will be able to give hope to others. You know, this is my core message this morning. When we have hope in God, we are called to give hope to others. Listen to me. We are called to give hope to others, those who are living in hopeless times such as this. Jesus brought hope to the village of Bethany. I want you to turn your attention to the life of Lord Jesus Christ. When Jesus came to Bethany, knowing that Lazarus died, he did not come to Martha and Mary 
and spoke words of condemnation or words of despair to Mary and Martha. Listen to me, I'm taking a different direction today. Jesus did not say, oh, it's all, it's all done already, four days already. What can anyone do on the face of this earth about Lazarus? Jesus did not say to Martha and Mary, your brother died because of your unbelief. It's time that you need to trust me. Jesus did not say Lazarus died because of his sins. Now death has come. What is next? Jesus is trying to bring hope in this situation. Without hope, there cannot be a miracle. Without hope, there cannot be a breakthrough. Without hope, even Lord Jesus could not perform any miracle there. This is what exactly Martha said to Jesus. Lord, if you would have been here, my brother would not have died. And you know what Jesus said to that? Jesus said, did I not tell you that if you would believe, you would see the glory of God. Jesus was so positive. Jesus was so encouraging. Jesus was so comforting there. And he did not try to point fingers and he was not trying to condemn everybody, anyone there. But instead he was trying to bring hope in that hopeless situation. You know, that is the expectation of God over church today. The same way Jesus was bringing hope in that hopeless situation, you and I are called to bring hope among the people in the difficult, those who are living in a difficult time, such as the one that we are facing today. God is expecting you and the church, the church to bring hope to the hopeless that are living around us. The same way Jesus brought hope to Bethany. Under this context, I would say that it is not really a time for blame game. I want you to listen to me. Today it is easy to point fingers at the leaders and nations to say that because of your sin, such a destruction has come upon the nations. Because you did this, because you did so and so many things, and because of this, such a destruction came upon your nation, not just only your nation, and you end up in spreading to all the nations. Remember, God has not called the church to point fingers to others. God has not called us to speak judgment over others. It is none of our business to speak judgment over the nations, over the leaders. It is none of your business and my business. Church in the other end is suffering. The nations are mourning. They don't need to hear our curse. They don't need to hear our pointing fingers. They don't need to hear the bad things that we talk about the nations and the leaders. God has not really called us to spread rumors and, you know, and wrong reasons for the destruction that has come upon the nation. We don't want to do it. God has not called us quoting wrong scriptures to gain people's attention at this moment. No, we don't want to do it. God is calling the church to bring hope in this situation. If anyone is blaming the nations, if anyone is blaming the government and the political parties and political leaders and the churches, please do not forward such things in the social media and not even show your support to such people. That's not the call of God over church, over your life. God is calling us to bring hope in this situation. Church is supposed to bring hope to the nations, not really to play blame games. 
Church must send messages to the government and leaders and communities and the neighbors saying that we are praying for you at this moment. Jesus is the only hope. We appreciate all that you do. We stand alongside of you in support of you and we remember you in prayer. You know, that will bless them. That's the way we can honor somebody. The community that is affected, God is expecting us to send a message. I'm with you. We know what you are going through. We understand your situation. We are praying for you. Have your hope in the Lord Jesus Christ. We are very sure this is not the time to play blame games. Finally, God expects our hope to be salted and lighted. God expects our hope to be salted and lighted. I want to read from what Jesus said in Matthew chapter 5 verse 13. This is what exactly Jesus said. You are the salt of the earth. If you can read that with me. But if the salt loses its flavor, how shall it be seasoned? It is then good for nothing but to be thrown out and trampled underfoot by men. Jesus is saying, this is what I could understand of this situation. Jesus is saying, you are the hope of the nation. You are supposed to bring hope to the people, those who are living around you. If you are, God is talking to the church. If church, if you are like the world, live in fear, live in anxiety, you already lost your flavor. I can't do anything with you. Hope you listen to me. Just say that again. Jesus is telling the church that you are the salt of the nation or you are the hope of the nation. You are supposed to bring hope to the people, those who are living around you. And if you are like the world, living in fear and living in anxiety, you already lost your flavor. You are of no use to me. That's what God is telling the church. People out there are living in fear. There is no doubt about it. They are all afraid. They are all very afraid. They are afraid about their children. They are afraid about their elderly. They are afraid about they are losing their job. They are afraid about the economy of the nation. They are afraid about their future. Everyone is afraid there. And you know what? Hope drives fear away. Having hope in Lord Jesus Christ drives fear away. Hope drives anxiety away. Hope brings something fresh in their, so in their minds, so fresh that they will be able to see and see a blessed future ahead of them. Let the hope we have in Christ bring hope to the people that are living around us. When you call people, those who are working in senior homes and hospitals, when you meet your residents, your patients, speak the word of hope. They don't want to listen to anything else from you. They can already find things from the internet, from the television. You don't need to go and update them about what is happening in the world. All that as a child of God, you need to speak to your residents and your patients is just a word of hope. Let the salted hope in your life, in my life, not lose its flavor. Let's continue reading Matthew chapter 5 verses 14 and 15. This is what Jesus said. Jesus said, you are the light of the world. A city that is set on, hill, on a hill cannot be hidden, verse 15, nor do they light a lamp and put it under the basket, but on a lampstand and, give, and it gives light to all who are in the house. 
light drives away darkness there is no doubt about it in the same way when we spread the message of hope the lighted hope of lord jesus christ is dry it drives away the darkness listen to me it really when we all put our hope in lord jesus christ it drives away the darkness behind this plague the demonic the witchcraft the occult forces that are behind this plague is driven away when we put hope in lord jesus christ we need to bring the light and hope to this generation nations will be set free in jesus name when we do that i'm just going to end quickly the light is the hope of you and the hope that i have in lord jesus christ and god is asking us to lift our hope the same way when we lift the light it brings light to the whole room the same way god is asking us to lift our hope high in this situation so that that will bless somebody that will drive fear out of the out of the communities and that will really drive the darkness behind this plague that is occupying the nation god said no weapon formed against you shall prosper in Exodus chapter 15 quickly you want to go there before we close Exodus chapter 15 verse 26 God is saying if you diligently heed the voice of the Lord your God and do what is right in his sight give ear to his commandments and keep all his statutes I will put none of the diseases on you which I have brought on the Egyptians for I am the Lord who heals you We need to send this signal to the world today We need to send a signal to the world saying that start listening the voice of God. You know people are vulnerable at this moment. People are willing to listen what you say. We need to tell them that we need to diligently keep the heed the voice of the Lord and we need to follow what God is saying and if we do that God will not put the diseases that came upon the Egyptians among you. We need to send this in our attitude, in our conversation in our messages in our sharing in social media we need to reflect the hope that we have in the lord not just to forward messages no that's not going to help anyway we need to reflect the hope that we have in the lord somebody who is going to read that message the you know, the, the, the words that we speak the words are powerful the words are life and then you know they, that these words are going to bring hope in their lives too let us never forget the one who is in us is greater than the one who is in the world in the midst of hopelessness men's heart become heavy fear is building up in every home leaders and officials they easily become tired non believers they don't have anything to say they become silent at this moment the victims could only raise the voice of their cry so in the midst of all these there can be only voice that can bring hope of for the nations is the voice of the church the voice of the believers of lord jesus christ and you and i need to raise the voice of hope that we have in lord jesus christ saying there is still hope in lord jesus christ and hope beyond grave you know that is the message that god is sending you this morning one read finally one scripture and we are going to get into a moment of prayer isaiah 40 chapter 31 isaiah 40 31 bible says but those who wait on the lord i just want to read a quote from niv and nlt the bible says there but those who 
hope in the Lord. Those who trust in the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings like eagle. They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not faint. You know, this is a message of the Lord this morning coming to you that you don't need to become weary and you don't need to become faint because God is expecting you to have hope in Lord God. Amen. Stand as a support to your neighbor. Stand as a support to your community. Stand as a support to your, government, to your government, to the leaders, political leaders, and encourage them to have hope in the Lord. Let the world know the hope that we have in Jesus Christ because Jesus is the only hope of nations. Amen and amen.